guys come to another episode of the unqualified feature podcast my name is Ine Udoji and the host and I have I think I should come up with something I'm always saying very very very, very special person but everybody that I have on the podcast is a special person I have a very special person today oh my god I would introduce yourself <laughs> hi I'm a very special person <laughs> yes you are my name is Bunye and I'm I'm a writer and a podcaster. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I'm a Christian. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's about it. Okay, thanks for coming on the podcast. I must say thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me, though. Okay, so let's just get right into it. So today's podcast is about sex. Let's mm. talk about sex, baby. Hey, let's talk about you yeah. and me. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about all. <laughs> okay, so well, we're not going to talk about it from. Okay, before we even go into all that, I just I think I should start by because I think some people just see sex and just log off, and I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. For, I think that it's important that more Christians have this conversation because mm-hmm. we serve the person, not a person, we serve the being who needs this thing called sex. Mm-hmm. But somehow, I, I think in the in the in a bid for the church to preach, you know, purity and abstinence, we've kind of made it seem like this bad thing to not mm-hmm. be talked about. Yeah. But the reality is that the while we are not talking about it and enlightening ourselves. The world is doing that. People, Christians are going, young Christians, old people, everybody's going to the world, is looking to the world to help them understand what sex is. And that's just terrible. Stuff. That's that's very that's terrible. That's yeah. that's damaging. Not just that's damaging because mm-hmm. it's ruined. You can't you can't expect to look to the world for anything, first of anything good, and then for something as intimate important and intimate and you know mm-hmm. as sex is it, it, the world is not the place to look to the church should be the place to look to god should be the place to look to mm-hmm. so that's why we're having this conversation yeah. today because i'm only white two young single okay no one is single <laughs> okay let me be like two young or married yeah or married yeah <laughs> or married. two young or married um female Christians are talking about yeah. Yeah. so by all your years I'm assuming you agree I absolutely like, agree it's a conversation that should be had like I can't yeah. I can't stress it enough I feel like the church and when I say the church I mean Christians in general you know I feel like we yeah. talk about relationships a lot for young couples mm-hmm. but we just take it mm-hmm. from a trajectory that excludes sex as a part of the relationships and, and when I say sex like sex sexuality everything we, we just yeah. take it from some single-handed trajectory that I don't really see it pictured as in the bible you know because yeah. these things actually talked about in scripture but we like to like avoid mm-hmm. it so yeah if we're yeah. going to be talking about relationships let's talk about everything let's make it wholesome so it's a full yeah. conversation yeah yeah I think that we leave young couples handicapped when we don't talk about sex. Mm-hmm. Like I know that my mom in the previous episode had my mom on yeah. my mom is a counselor 
and she said that while she does when she's doing their um, marriage counseling for couples about to get married talk about sex uh, but that's my mom and i know her i know that she'll be blunt but i've heard of many situations where people go for pre-marital counseling and the only thing they talk about sex you hear them say about you hear people say that they say about sex is just you know it's almost like just lie down there and take you take whatever your husband gives you yeah or, or, Oh but God. that's how you know commit to your husband that will be mm-hmm. or something that comes to mind is I watched actually two things that come to mind about the, the importance necessity mm-hmm. for the, the fellows having these conversations um, the first one is that watching this they have a show a while ago mm-hmm. and this lady came on and she came home with her husband and she had just lost a lot of weight and she looked amazing wow. and then i was saying that she came to complain yeah. that everything she's praying anything that she's doing there's a lot of weight behind her trying to affect it and just like what's the other drama these are like they have grown children they're not they're not young people yeah. they're like probably mm-hmm. and the husband was saying that she just lost a lot of weight and children are almost out of the house or even not out of the house already and she looks amazing and she's attracted to her so mm-hmm. why not you know mm-hmm. you know help her while he can and during the course of the conversation some of them talking um she started to talk about how it feels for her that the reason why she feels so uncomfortable with all the grabbing mm-hmm. and grouping that she was the pastor's kid and for many years you know she was taught do not have sex do not mm. even think about it do not you know yeah. and then now married and so she still can't her brain after many years of being married, married her brain still can't yeah Come her brain still can't realize yeah realize sex is a good thing mm. sex is a beautiful thing mm. in marriage and that's that's one uh one scenario the second one that comes to mind i actually what this recently there's this couple this uh kevin speaks the christian comedian and other things and his, his wife has a show called love Her, and she was talking about how they were talking about many things including their sex life and mm. and relationship and they're talking about how she's a what are the terms that she used? Something like high desire something and then she's a low desire something. Mm. And the reason that? that she can <laughs> No, she, I'm, I'm not, it's not the right term. <laughs> it's just, you know how some people have, there's some people that want to have sex every single time oh, okay, and then there's some people okay. that, that go some time without it. It's just that, just it. Yeah. So she's usually, it seems she's the low, I wish I can remember the exact term. I she's the low, I think, or something she is often the one she's res- she don't that responds to which she really makes initiatives and she was talking about how you know she she was a virgin until she had sex and she got married yeah. and it, she was really affected by the purity there was a pink she said when there was when she was younger there was this whole purity message yeah yeah and so even now that she's married so, yeah so now that she's married, they have been married for at least 10 years, probably like 15, 16 years. But it's still a conversation where she's slowly, you know, getting into the whole sex thing. And I just thought, this sucks. No offense. <laughs> like, obviously, nobody's saying, <laughs> nobody's saying we should be against God's plan mm-hmm. and have to my 
Well, people yeah. need to understand that this is a that God created for a container, which is marriage. marriage yeah. So when you, yeah. So when you're going to marriage, you're not going to it trying to move from sex is bad to sex is good. No, mm. even as a single person, you should understand that sex is good. Yeah, I, sex is a beautiful thing. I think that yeah. the whole painting sex bad. Um, th- there's there's this thing where sex is painted as a vice. You know, like yeah. it's painted along with stealing yeah. and everything. It's not qualified. You, you, you see people asking questions even in marriage. I saw one like recently on this same Twitter where someone said, um, "Is it is it right to have sex before you?" I don't know before you go to church or before you pray or something. Right. You know, it was something ridiculous. Yeah, but, it, it seems ridiculous, yeah. but these are questions that people genuinely are confused about because many of us have been raised in a culture where the idea of sex has been reduced to a vice. So we don't understand that it's a beautiful thing within a context. Yeah. Yet. So it's 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 terrible. Let me yeah. just say that. <laughs> yeah, it is because it's it's like mm-hmm. it's like being a woman, for instance. When you're yeah. young, you're told close your legs, mm-hmm. close your legs, don't allow touch. Your yeah, they always say touch. You get pregnant. They don't say what kind of and touching then, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they say you, you get all of that, and then you enter university and you come out of school, and it's like, where's your husband? Yeah. And I always wonder, how do you expect someone to transition from men are bad if they touch you, you get pregnant to husband? It's the same yeah. thing when we say sex has sex is bad, sex is bad, and then you get married and somehow you're expected to just switch. It it you program someone to think, yeah, you program someone to think a certain way for a long time. It's also going to, to take a long time undo that to thinking. you know exactly. break that mentality. And then what's happening to me is really just how the church just and yeah. I, I don't mean I mean the body of Christ just by not talking about this thing that we should be talking about mm-hmm. because we serve the, the being who made it. We are just exposing leaving room for the yeah. devil to come and have like fun with us. Because people are going to definitely look to something if they do not if you do not give them something they are going to look yeah. to someone else and in this case is the world it's, it's porn it's uh, it's things that are telling them this is what this you is how do. you should these get it done you do and that is all i i yeah. also feel like with the church i also feel like there needs to be a target like because here's the thing i mean I feel like at every single age there is a necessity and I'm, I mean like really small children there's a necessity to talk about sex mm-hmm. or in a targeted necessity or how do I put it for example young girls especially in a climb like this where sexual abuse and all of this is on the run we need to teach young girls and young boys but young girls as well to to observe these sort of things to know acts that will lead to these things and stuff like that to be able to talk about it to report situations you know stuff like that now as as these people grow up it is inevitable it's biology your body starts to you go through puberty you start to have sexual attractions 
to one person or the other to one sex or the other and in that your education does not need to now the education that you're giving to these people needs to step up so you're not leaving it as yeah you could get sexually abused now but you're saying okay you can have these emotions to want to go into this or you can have these reactions in this way in that way and this is what it is and minus just painting it as a bad thing but telling this kid wholesomely this is what these are the changes your body is going through and these this is what this or that means not just because you you see how um saying the word rape I, i don't know i feel like i grew up in in a place where rape was like a swear word like a cuss word where you don't just say rape in conversations you know and so in the same way you don't just say sex in conversations you know and it shouldn't be that i mean these things should be open conversations with your family openly saying oh hey this is what your body is going through because these kids i remember I always tell people this thing it's really funny my first sex education that I had was not in my house so I started menstruating and I didn't know anything about all of that sex education was outside my house was in class some classroom guys just came came to our classroom and they decided to give us sex education and the only thing I learned about was how to wear a pad correctly sex education that's what that's what the course was called that's the only thing I learned about. Do you get? So imagine where I learned everything else. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I um because I'm thinking about having a topic of a long time. The other day I put I put it out online on Twitter. You know, why is it that mm. Christians and um, people um Christians especially, or Christians included, have a problem talking about sex. And then people start giving different reasons. One person said, what is the context of the conversation? And I'm like, why do we, in my head, it would like, you know, like offers, you know, the context. But I couldn't help but wonder why is that? Sorry, I can't hear you properly now. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I can. Can you hear me now? Sorry. Can you hear me now? Okay, I think I turned on my microphone. Okay. Um, I said I was... I put the yeah. question out online. Why is it that people, Christians included, don't like to mm-hmm. talk about, feel uncomfortable talking about sex? And I got mm-hmm. interesting responses. One person said he stayed away from the conversation because he had he struggled with masturbation, I think that's what he said. And I was like, okay, cool. And then someone... Most of it was just... One person mentioned because they are hypocrites. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but from the rest of the responses, we could just see that people had. It was just like no. It was just. It was just the, the instant reaction was just no. Don't talk about this. No sex is this. Sex is bad. Don't talk about it. But, is, is that even scripture? I was just like no. Exactly. Because I, I see Paul actually having these conversations. He realized t- to the Corinthian church that Omo, if we don't talk about this, it's going to be an issue. And so he talked about it. He talked about yeah. it to the guy who was sleeping with his 
um, father's wife talked about it in First Corinthians seven to the unmarried, to um, to the widows, to basically Paul understood that these were emotions. Paul, who who chose not to get married, understood that these were. I, I don't I don't like the way I'm using the word yeah. emotions because I know it's not just emotions. These were reactions. It, first first of all, I I believe that sex is a biological reaction first of all before we get to the emotional part of it so it's like your body just you know reacts in a certain way to different things do you understand Mm -hmm. yeah so paul understood that your body will have these reactions and that's why he said to be unmarried it's better for you to get married than for you to burn in lust so he also understood yes that yeah there's a container it's marriage it's all of that but let's not deny ourselves and say oh this thing does not happen because you're not married yet so you can't know about it you should know about it yeah and and this is like a really perverse generation i have to say that (laughs) you know it's it's crazy because like it's so easy to access porn it's so easy it's everywhere it's it's on the adverts adverts on sites that are not 18 plus like you're just going through your reading on and then pornography advert just like pops up and stuff like that you're it's going there. to download right the movie there. or series and see it there. <laughs> it's right there. Since now more than ever, it's, it's so easy to get and, and that's why yeah. if Paul was talking about it on like a low-key level where like prostitutes wore long dresses, the only way you could identify prostitutes was she wasn't covering her hair. Bro, imagine now when, mm-hmm. you know, we're out here, we're showing off everything were <laughs> everything every instagram yeah. like people are just going completely I mean, so and i'm like imagine what? now like shouldn't we yep. up, up the way we talk about these things i i know i understand you know mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes they t- people take christian principles and like take it out of context because yeah the gospel is still the gospel the gospel does not change with yeah. time it was as it's as relevant now as it was mm-hmm. two thousand years ago. But if some if if we're in a time where there is a faithless generation, for example, which we are in actually, what we should do now is preach more than they did then. You get what I mean? So when it comes to talking about yeah. sex, if we're in a more perverse generation, what we should do is talk about it in the light of Christ much more than they did then. That's why we need to have these conversations all the time. Yeah. Very frequently. Yeah. 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 It just I what what really breaks my heart is just you know that how like I get it I get the churches. We, uh, reason for how they portrayed it all these years because it really just be like oh no um, the pure abstain but they I feel mm-hmm. like they went left yeah. with it so it just really hurt me personally that you know this thing 
that God created. Because every God, God, you have to talk to that He created stuff and looked and mm-hmm. said it is good. Everything, everything mm-hmm. thing that God has created is good. So we should not in a bid to make people abstain or encourage people to you know be pure, then mm-hmm. try and make it seem like this thing is bad. Like anybody that has had sex <laughs> be my child, post-marital girl would never <laughs> would never say <laughs> would never say that sex is bad but, but because it is such a beautiful yet powerful thing wisdom. God in his infinite yeah. goodness and, and <laughs> so sense yes, wisdom was like okay, you know the guy asked yeah, like this thing can just be something that people just play with, which is basically mm-hmm. what we are doing. This, yeah. So let me create this container for this thing, and in this container, you get the best parts of it. Like in this container, it binds you together. In this container, it even it can yeah. be described as an act of service, an act of yeah. worship. In this container, it is beautiful. In this container, you are not, you are not, you are doing it because you are doing it the right way then you're not seeing it there's nothing mm. bad about it it's just all beautiful but so it yeah. really just hurts me personally other things hurt people this one hurts me personally that we've taken you know we're taking this beautiful thing that god has created and i'm just black thing that mm-hmm. nope nope mm-hmm. nope don't talk about it. don't think this, 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 i don't know nope. if here about and so with like if you look at it, it never right. works. So I don't know why we were using the same tricks and expecting yeah. different results. Where? No, Where? but actually, it does work. It does work. <laughs> it work for a while. There are many. There are many. No, it's actually a, a a really. It has been proven to be. It has proven to be a really powerful fear. manipulative tool mm. because people have used fear. Yes. People have used, if you've read books, watched movies, people have used fear to keep people in line mm. and stop okay, them yes. from doing certain things. Yeah. The problem is that it doesn't work. Yeah, so it worked for a while, but obviously at some point, so at this one person is going to have sense, which is why I think I have a problem with you wake up in the morning and you enter a post in Lagos and someone mm-hmm. is preaching hellfire. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> This is not the approach. At all. Like this is not the exactly. approach. God is love. Like oh. so yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, so. I think another thing that would another thing that's crazy for me in, in this whole conversation about sex is how we have the conversations but we cut out sexuality from the conversation. And I think it's, it's just so hard yeah. for a lot of people to agree that people have differing desires. Hey, <laughs> would you like to talk more on that? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. different desires? Like, I have thoughts, okay, but I'm so, to say them. So let um, me just wait for you to explain. People you know how one person likes yam the other person likes plantain that that is a normal thing but it just doesn't make sense when it comes to sex for you to say a man likes a man or a woman likes a woman now i'm saying this understanding what god's plan is okay i understand that god's plan is man and woman together in marriage yes 
but the a same woman, way we're yeah. in this flesh yes. we understand that the flesh desires are not perfect you get that so some people would have yeah. these honest, honestly have these desires but what we often do is because we're not having the conversations we're not doing anything at all to teach these people that yes you have these desires not to invalidate the desires because there's also the um, people who are starting to have the conversations but they're saying no you don't have those desires no you don't like that guy it's just a face if they actually do yeah you, so do you, you get yeah you're not invalidating okay, I get what you people now, okay. yeah. but you're saying hey you do have these desires and we recognize that your flesh honestly desires these things but the desires that should fill your heart are desires of christ jesus you teach them to desire christ and teach them to desire the things that christ desires we can't do it the other way around and what we often do is we try to work ourselves up from change your desires then start to desire christ no desire christ then you desire the things that christ desires and then that's it, how it works yeah yeah very true yeah um what you just said reminded me of uh something i i, I watched <laughs> something and then i went on the run oh <laughs> while we go <laughs> so there's this um there are two things one is love one is love simon i want to go and oh, basic, oh, yeah, yeah. love simon and love Victor. yeah i think one that was the movie and, you know the the first one was about this guy I think I've watched the movie Love Simon and I was just like and, and I was just like this is the point where we are the church supposed to be like come on to us but mm-hmm. no we rather just mm-hmm. cast people out but anyways yeah. so this guy was struggling with his sexuality and he found uh, so in the first one, the guy struggling with sexuality. Eventually, he finds mm-hmm. his way to figuring out that he's gay. Then in the second one, the way they, they do it is, or the way they did it is, this guy is struggling with sexuality and reaches out to the guy in the first one. Yeah. He's not like he, an icon of sorts in place. And he goes to visit the guy and he finds this group of uh, accepting people that just strangers mm-hmm. just accepting and making feel seen and heard and validated and I was yeah. like this is how the world is taking to the because people people have these desires I, I, and, yeah. and I was listening to I Jackie love her, I, love her so much. I, I don't know if you <laughs> I love her book too oh my I love god her oh my god like, yes like I love everything <laughs> everything about her um and I was talking about uh, she was having an interview she was talking about how when she was the uh, lesbian it was just one person that was treating her the human being every other person i think it was her cousin or something yeah. every other person was just like and that's how we really push people from the church blah, blah, blah. and we, we yeah so watching that series and listening to jackie hill talk i was just like we need to be more loving like we are so we can be so judgmental that we yeah throw away the baby with the bad water at all and if I, you I think, think that's that what god, god wants, wants i don't think you want to revive everybody exactly the god like the god the god the way you see it he's not about that life yeah i think that yeah i think 
I think that we we uh, we can be so judgmental and we tell ourselves, oh, mm. I'm, at least this is not my own sin. My own sin is. Yeah. We, we look uh-huh. at that girl. Big sin, small sin. Meanwhile, we got everything. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not struggling with. There, there must be something wrong with you, and then we told you to try and. You just do it with the person as opposed to loving the person, bringing the person close to God and be like, okay, yeah. they are not your flesh, yeah. they're not your desires, you know. That's this mm-hmm. this is just something you feel, but this is not who you are. Exactly. We don't work by our feelings, we work by faith, we work by, mm-hmm. you know, holding on to God's hand Because all of us have our struggles. Yeah. We might not be same sex desires, but we definitely have our struggles. And God sees it all the same way mm-hmm. like sin is not the one sin not being at one sin you know the bible talks about how you know sinning against our temple our bodies people all that thing but yes i just it, it watching that i was just like oh my god this is this is this is why people would mm-hmm. prefer to go to to the world for answers because the world is they are there with their arms open like especially now everything Right. Yeah. Like they are there with yeah. their arms open. Like come the world is ready to validate anything. And the world is ready. And right. Anything you sleep with snakes. I think the other. Sorry, the other day I saw something about how mm-hmm. someone was saying it was trending. I don't know where it was on Twitter and Instagram. Someone talking about oh, how oh, yeah. people. Oh minor attractive persons should be accepted. yeah i've i've in fact gone to read about them because they have an entire movement and all of that because what i really what i often like to do is i like to check out all these different things because i'm often faced with speaking to people from different places i mean sharing the gospel with this, these people and i want to understand like if i'm going to talk to people in these places have I listened to them enough to know their stories to say, okay, that's great. I really know yeah. what you're going through. I mean, in the in the end, Christ is the answer to everything. Honestly. But I want them, before I can yeah. say, okay, listen to me and listen to the gospel's message that I have for you. I want to also have listened to their stories and listen to what they're experiencing and all of that. So I like to always go yeah. do research, Muslims, Buddhists, all those other things. And so I, I feel like you know all these people yeah the world is ready whether the world understands it or not the world is driven by feelings and um like jackie hill perry said i'm putting jackie now because i love her in her book she talked about how the world has an idea of what is right or wrong their own idea you know and who determines what is right or wrong if it is any of us then there will really be no right and there will really be no wrong because it will start to fluctuate you know we're human beings and we're sinful yeah so today you might be right today lying will be a bad thing tomorrow lying will be a good thing because it got you out of trouble you know and when when it comes to like Mm -hmm. um same-sex desires for example seeing that we're talking about sex now and any other thing that the world is so quick to validate and by saying quick to validate the world is cheering you on and saying yeah go ahead and do it and by saying that i'm not saying that we on the other hand should invalidate you and say oh no you're a terrible person for that no 
if that makes you a terrible person it makes all of us terrible people because all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of god mm-hmm. do you understand but we all receive what faith we all receive grace yeah. through through christ so that's what happens is when we realize that yeah, yeah. What, what you've done is like what you are in or what your your sin is does not define you that's one thing we admit but we also admit that christ is the definition he defines who you are he defines what is right or wrong and if you're coming to him you need to come to him ready to let go of your own definitions of yourself of what is right or wrong of what is good or not you're you have to come to him ready to let go of that but like i said before you need to go through the right channels first of all come to me christ always says come to me come as you are come with your unsurety i've been gay for 20 years come i have been um i have been fornicating for so many years come i've been cheating on my husband come like with every single quote-unquote sexual sin that there may have been come with your lack of knowledge of sex come i hope the church will teach you correctly but come you know and come and actually receive christ first of all and then from receiving christ receive the desires that he births in you I, I remember just one last thing i remember um watching a documentary that was like back when jackie was about to drop her book gay girl good god and so she did like a little documentary that's so why i watched it and she talked about people in the christian community people who are lesbian like her and they understand what god's plans are mm-hmm. but unlike her you know she's married now to a man and she, she has kids and everything and unlike her they haven't yeah. been able to create um they haven't been able to um what word do i use yeah 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 for for the opposite sex change their desires desires for the same sex and they and and the thing they did was they did go yeah well since i'm christian i have to like go get married or something no what they did is they decided to live celibate lives until okay if god changes my desire fine if, if my desire changes along the way fine if that doesn't happen that's okay but i'm choosing to live for christ and for what he wants and i think that that was one really beautiful thing that i i i looked at and i said wow what happens if you're coming to christ because we're not saying come to christ and have your desires changed which is a terrible mindset to like get into and say oh once you come to christ like this the gay yeah. will go away and a lot of people actually come for that reason and when that doesn't happen they're disappointed yeah they're like you know they're disappointed like, yeah and they're like, like christ is not real you can't pray the gay way yeah. I, I see things like that online you can't pray the gay way because the thing is you're not coming to christ for the gay to go away you're coming to christ for him looking beyond yourself and your desires dropping all that weight you're coming and you're like christ i'm here everything is just for you you know all my desires everything i hand everything to you every single day that that's the christian life that's christian way you know it is 
I'm glad that you brought this up because it reminded me of a very recent interview that mm. Jackie did to recently. And she was talking about how even now, I just like how she always just destroys the <laughs> opinion. Like, oh my god, she's a make her. Like, I'm like, oh my god. Anyways, how even now she yeah. has desire that she struggles with mm-hmm. for for women and that yeah. is so mm-hmm. interesting to hear because yeah i think people sometimes want a quick fix that oh i'll just <laughs> and he would immediately take it away and that 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 that's not to say that doesn't happen there are some people that testify and that that's what happens they gave their life yeah they gave their lives and immediately, immediately, yeah. they, didn't, they never wanted to, never wanted to have sex. They yeah. never wanted to I do anything like that. Anymore. Everybody's that experience. Happened. That happened. But that's not, yeah, that's not, the, that's not everybody's experience. Mm-hmm. There are still some people, myself included, my same sex desires, but still some people that, you know, they give their lives to Christ and it's a journey every single day. And I think it helps with depending on God and not ever thinking that you get to that place or, you know, I am, and I am, mm. I can mm. work by myself right now. You know, she was also talking about how, I, I think she talked about in her book, or I think she talked about in many interviews about her book, where Christianity can, has been made to look like, sorry, can just hold on? Uh, okay. Christianity has been made to look like, um, uh, um, this mm. come to Jesus and you no longer be gay. And she talks about all the errors of that. Of course, she got um, uh, backlash and mm. outrage from the. From the that's church. not exactly because that's not the gospel is come. The gospel is come, come to yeah. me. Just come, and then I will, mm. you know, cleanse you, give you my desires. But come to me. Don't come to me. How do I put it? Like it can be very tricky when we, first of all it's even tricky to come to yeah. God with anything but him as the desire. Mm-hmm. Um, to come to God with your own you agenda. Then I feel like you're very <laughs> you you will be very disappointed <laughs> if you come to God with your desire. Because the thing is, I, I know people who say I, I came to yeah. God and I got a job, I got kids, I got married, you know, I got a new house, blah blah blah. And I'm like, after you got all of that stuff. What else because what you realize yeah. is that whatever it is and i mean whatever absolutely whatever it is on this earth that you can desire nothing yeah. compares and nothing fills up like christ does and so when you come with the fleeting desires yeah. of i want money i want cars i want this desire of mine to be gone and stop taking alcohol everything will fade away like okay once you've gotten the you you came to christ and you stopped taking alcohol what happened after that yeah only christ feels completely you get not your lack of yeah. sin or whatever none of that not your your perfect righteousness quote unquote none of that fails only christ fails yeah. completely i look i look at it as you know um christ is the cake yeah and I, that Ooh, the I like cake i come to him for him for him and then every other thing that he does for me, 
gives me a car, if it gives mm-hmm. me a house, if it gives me a husband, mm-hmm. if it helps me complete the video, the desire mm-hmm. for sex, for premarital, for loss, and all that, every other thing yeah. is the icing on the cake. But that's not the reason why, you know, I should come to him. So we should, we should, we mm-hmm. should preach that to people, you know, that co- just come to him for him because he is the best thing. He's better than <laughs> cake. He's better than anything. <laughs> It's not anything that you think the world has to offer. It's not anything. Just the best thing. Picture the best thing that you think you need or want or do. Yeah. It's better than that. And sometimes when I'm going through stuff, I'm going through hard times. I don't know when from sex to... It preaching, is what it is. It's, it's all good. <laughs> sometimes when I'm, through, <laughs> I'm going through hard times and I remember that I have mm-hmm. someone in my corner. You know, I have the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. helping me pray when I can't mm-hmm. pray for whatever reason. I have God, you know, fighting my battles. Yeah. Jesus Christ fighting my battles for me. I'm like, how are people people that don't have you God know? doing this thing? Sometimes I, can't imagine I, I think about that. Like without the, the privilege <laughs> that we have to have God in our corner 24 seven is is wild. Like sometimes I'm just like, oh my imagine having to yeah. do 2020 without jesus and then i imagine that oh my god there are a lot of people mm. who are actually doing 2020 without jesus and without it just jesus. like sparks yeah. that fire like i need to tell more people about jesus because omar this year has been so hard oh my goodness oh my god <laughs> that have been a whole lot harder if it's not you get I mean, sometimes I'm, and I'm, I'm saying this to, it's like, for anybody who would feel like you're in tears and it has just been so hard. Like, sometimes I'd weep and cry, and I'm like, goodness. But then, after I'm done crying and I wipe my tears, I'm consoled by God, who is the everlasting consolation. I'm consoled that Omo. I have Jesus in my boat. Like, this is not a sinking boat. You know, if we sink, we walk on water. Yeah. That's just, like, comforting for me, you know. And, I mean, it's hard, though. If you don't have Jesus, you you need Jesus right now. Just, you need Jesus. You need to believe in Jesus' death and resurrection. Just putting that out there. So we went, we went yeah. from sex to preaching. Um, just to go back, <laughs> I just to go back to the stuff at hand. You know, people always say you get to say, uh, "God, the one to have sex before man can invite people to sex." What did you just say? What do you have? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? I said you hear people say, "It's God the or ask if God didn't give me, if God didn't want me to have premarital sex, mm. if God wanted me to abstain, then why did He give me desires. Uh, these desires? Why didn't, why didn't He keep it and activate it in marriage? In her question, activate it. It just makes like all of the funnier. And but what, what I have to say about that is if you observe that God operates God operates from a building mentality God not, God doesn't just dash mm. starts from 
the creation of the world where he created trees to create seeds that would create other trees he created one man to create children that would create other human beings when he came to jesus he created um jesus christ had to come like a baby i mean i mean many times people like why won't god just snap his fingers and like save me he actually went through god Mm. is a god of due process if anything at all nature and creation and the whole world shows us that look at these systems he put in place gravity alone due process when things don't go according to his systems that's when we say oh it's a miracle you know something out of the ordinary has just happened but we need to understand that when god created you he created you with a system of desires he will not just all right you're about to get married let's dash you no he created a system that's replicable which is amazing which is beautiful like god is the master engineer created a system that's replicable so he's not every single time okay my daughter is about to get married all right let's put that desire in her angels take the desire to her house all right they're about to have their wedding nights like take desires like bless them no because the systems have already been set in place for whenever you would need to use them right so i i think when when you look at that you understand that okay god is not like out here you know drop just like when people think of giving birth to children like or maybe the angels are dropping babies in the wombs at that time no if you didn't have sex there would be no dropping babies no mary is happening again you know y'all had to have sex for this thing to come happen so when you look at that you now notice that okay listen (laughs) god has placed these desires for a time you have to see it as that these things are coming together yeah. for a time and and this is not to say like for because some people would not get married some people at this time and then some people yeah. would have more of these um, desires than others and all of that and this is not to say that oh everybody should rush and go and get married because you know there, there's a time and everything no I really, I really don't think marriage is such an institution to be trifled with that you just be like, okay, because I want to have sex. Yeah. I have to get into marriage. Because when, no, we, when we think about sex a lot as people who are not in marriage, we think about um, when you get into the marriage. Let me say people who have not been having sex before marriage. So they think when you get into the marriage, it's going to be everyday sex. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. It's not like you're going to go there, chop. No matter. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, don't lie to me. Lie to me. Like, don't tell me the truth. Lie to me. See, I'm, I'm saying this because I've like had conversations with married people. You need to make up for lost time. Oh. I've had conversations with married people. And when you understand. I have that. I always rebuke them. And I tell them, no, I will create my own reality. <laughs> because the truth is sex is going to build up your desire for it is going to build up and so when you realize the same way when you're out of a marriage you're not 100% horny you're not a walking ball of horniness 100% of the time you know there's sometimes you're pretty horny sometimes you're not and everything so realizing that taking a moment to gratify or gratifying a one moment lost let me say that differently um let's say you're you're horny today and then for the next seven days or so you're not horny so saying okay because i'm horny today i have to gratify this moment of weakness this lust that i have 
is for taking a moment to do that doesn't quite make any sense because it's not it's not it's not something that or or because of that moment okay i don't know how i'm going to say this for it to like really make sense okay, i think i understand say, what you're say trying to like say <laughs> <laughs> okay are you trying to say that you know the, um, the moment of loss mm-hmm. or the fleeting uh, compared to the other times when you are not having those yes clients. i'm saying that, that say. using that so it doesn't moment make to because get on that into small a marriage or to rush into yeah. a marriage that's what i'm trying to say yeah oh, okay i'm trying to say okay. it doesn't make any sense no, it's not yeah old marriage mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> okay <laughs> you've made so much sense and i'm just like what am i what i'm about to say to you answer my, my own now seems so like that so, so profound and like please 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 say um, I to ask that question. I always say that um, what I my answer is in mm. my head when people say why things work, you know, save the desire for sex for after marriage if you mm-hmm. don't want me to do it. Um, that he didn't want me to do it. For me, my, my answer is that I think I know we have a lot of people yeah. are in a hurry to get married, but the point where you are single that is if you do get married it's such an amazing time it's a time to get to know God it's a time to work on your relationship with him that will then last as the foundation mm-hmm. for the rest of your life mm-hmm. it's a time to see how he can use you best because now you don't have any yeah. distractions there's no husband no True. wife True. no children it's just you and and it's also a time to work on yourself so that you are mm-hmm. if you do get married you are a better version of yourself for that mm-hmm part of your life because whatever you don't deal with when you're single is going to follow Into you your marriage yep. your marriage if you do not yeah so if you do not deal with your desires you cannot self-control i don't know we, we always talk about you know fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. all these other things but people rarely mm-hmm. talk about self-control mm-hmm. and discipline yeah. of the spirit. and if you do not work on that with the holy spirit help while mm-hmm. you're single it's not going to automatically happen True. when you're married True. you're not going to just people like to treat the wedding band as this my mm. precious ring not my precious <laughs> from Lord of the Ring but then it has jazz yes <laughs> and so you just you know your man and uh, your husband and wife and somehow everything is just nope, I mean, nope. it's in fact it's nope. amplified you wake up tomorrow like <laughs> you wake up tomorrow and the desire you had yesterday will still be there like you'll be like ah I have mm-hmm. wife now. I'm having sex. Why am I still desiring other men? Why am I still desiring masturbation, so, pornography? Why? Because yes, yeah. marriage is not the cure to sexual immorality. If anything, when I think about marriage, and the more I feel like God mm-hmm. chose me, what marriage is, I'm just like this <laughs> joke. Because <laughs> if anything, it's like holding a mirror to yourself. Having a partner in a godly marriage mm-hmm. is like holding a mirror to yourself. It's going to be like it's it's like the relationship you have, you have with God times as a hundred because it's supposed to be Christ a reflection Christ. of mm-hmm. that yes and so I tell this long drama to say that we need to develop in self control and all these other things yes we have these, these desires for a time. Yeah, and, can. You know, can you hear me? 
okay, yes, you have these desires which um, are better suited for the mm. container which is married. But it doesn't mean that because I have the desires right now, I should act on them. In fact, I, feel, I always say that the difference between us and animals. humans and, yeah. and animals is that we have a so we cannot just go around acting on every acting on every desire because we know different. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know different from animals. Mm-hmm. So because we have reasoning, and then we now have the ability to help us yourself on other things, then we have no excuse to then say mm-hmm. what I have. Exactly. Exactly. Because I have this desire of imagine going to a shop and you know you really love this bag. Oh my goodness! Should you now steal it? Yeah. No. Do you get? I, I have the this yeah, I have the desire to absorb uh, something that I like picking like I have the desire to eat cookies. No. Doesn't mean I eat it every day and have diabetes <laughs> because you know like, it, it, it makes a lot of sense for it. Same thing. But when it comes to sex, it, it seems like oh my god, this is so deep. I can't, you know, let go of it. Yes, you can. And I think that the reason why one of the reasons why, let me not say the reason why, but one of the reasons why sex seems like such a big deal like where people say oh my god i can't let go because it's such an amplified thing you get so everybody's yeah. talking about it your body is giving you signals Everybody's you turn left someone is saying i'm yeah. having it you turn right someone is talking about it the music is talking about it everything is literally yeah. telling you amplifying your desires so your desires are there no doubt but then these things around you are amplifying those desires to the extent where you feel like let me just do you get you, you understand but you really don't have to i mean you wouldn't do it for anything else you I, shouldn't really do it for sex either yeah um i was going to say that i think another reason yeah. that's one of the reasons because amplified another reason is because we as the body of Christ haven't done a good message of educating yeah. people from a young age. Because if I have done the work, you know, what's the Bible verse? Train a child as a mm-hmm. should and not as a If I've done the work of educating, if the church has done the work of educating yeah. young people from from even before teenagers, like years little months, children, yeah, or even before they, they need this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, if the, if the church has done that and be like, okay, yes, you are going to experience all these bodies and mm-hmm. yes, this thing has sex and yes, you are going to be enticed and all these other things, but this is, we are Christians, we are followers of Christ, this is what he says about it. He doesn't, sex, we're not going to demonize sex or, you know, make it mm-hmm. so bad thing because it's not, but he, he knows best, he knows more than nobody and they mm-hmm. container for this thing. So we are going to, you know, go by what he wants us to. Then it's a lot easier to you know, ignore the even in the face of the whole amplification, it's yeah. not easier to say nope. What I stand I know what, for. I, what this is. Exactly. I know that it's not a, yes. I know that it's not mm-hmm. a joke. Like this, I realize that this sex that people are just being at TV. <laughs> yeah, it's not cheap. <laughs> it's not as light. It's not as you know whatever people make it seem. I get it. If we really start, that's that's why we yeah. start having these conversations a lot more. We should not wait for marriage yeah. seminars and all these other things. We need to start 
the grassroots so that it's a lot easier by the time than your 20s and your friends or the mm-hmm. people in your life everybody's you know, having sex uh, you remember that name I've been trained in this yeah 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 yeah, so I think that was just for me. That was just the whole point. And of I'm having so glad you came. Like, yeah, and I'm so glad you you, you came <laughs> to join the conversation because you dropping friends all over the place. Struggling to but we thank you. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Because I think that I remember when I when I put it online and I was like, okay, the first part because this is going to be a two part. Okay. The next one is going to be I'm the guy. And I'm going to explain why. In this. I don't okay. want to start talking about that here. But when I put it online, and I was like, the first one we talk about sex and about changing you know, the believers' perspective on it. And when I wrote it, I was like, oh, this sounds yeah. so weird. And then, in bracket, I had to put, don't worry, it makes sense. I know it sounds weird, but don't worry, it makes sense. Because when people just see sex, just like, oh my god, she's she trying to promote yeah. sex. Oh my god, trying to promote my sex. I'm like, no. No, we should have healthy conversations about this thing that God created. Like, how is it that we talk about every other thing that God created? But when it comes to this thing, we're like, nope. And the funny Single thing is, know. when they've not had the conversations how? outside of marriage, in the marriage, it's also hard for husband and wife to talk about it. It's, it starts becoming patchy. You. you can't really Thank say you. how you feel. You. you know. That's why not see stories that touch where like oh we didn't have sex until our wedding night and then our wedding night discovered that he was this and that was like, that how? I was always like oh my god this is one <laughs> <laughs> but this is you better because yes you are abstaining mm-hmm. yes you're trying to honor God with your body but you should mm-hmm. have conversations because even if the person is virgin which how many of us exist these days but even if the person is a virgin um chances mm-hmm. are that they have an opinion whether they realize yeah. on sex and they have not an opinion Expe- a, exactly. an expectation they have for what they want their sex have you need to yeah. have this conversation you can't be going you know in your head they are thinking okay it's been missionary every <laughs> night and the other person is thinking okay <laughs> And then you get married, and then you get there on your wedding night, and you're like, wait, what? Um, can I refund this? Can I? Can I take this back? Can I? I yeah. guess this is what I signed up for. So, yeah, we really need to start having healthy yeah. conversations about it. You can't just, you can't just be walking into this thing blind, and then, and then, and then the world not laughing at us, like, oh, all these Christian people, this is why you need to test the product. And I'm like, you're not fast. You're not going to, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> check the like no, you need to test. You need to check the product. You need to, you, I cannot buy a car without driving it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not a car. See, I keep saying, you I keep be. saying this thing. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm going to have sex therapy before getting married. And the reason why is I want to have good knowledge on it. But, yeah. yeah. So that would be why I yeah. want to have really good knowledge of not just sex itself as a concept. But what my husband's expectations are, what my expectations are, how we can meet yeah. each other's expectations, if they're realistic. Because what happens is you often paint a picture yeah. that might not be realistic. Yeah. You get what I mean? So I've, yeah. I feel I, I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, every Christian should do it. But I feel, number one, that there needs to be more Christian 
sex therapists the sex educators yeah therapists, not just sex therapists, but christian therapists i think that there needs to be more of that number one and i think that christians need to have this like these ideas sorted out talked about openly and all of that yeah Yeah. so yeah i think yeah definitely right we need to have more christian therapists mm -hmm. and educators because we are the owners we serve the owner of these things things. so that makes us best yeah so that makes us the best Mm -hmm. most qualified people to be giving advice on because we are connected to him and he's constantly telling us what to do how to do it and all these other things and giving and helping us understand mm-hmm. things understand the things that he has created so why should we then talk to the world to help us fix mm. yeah you know I, right, you're definitely right about the the, the therapy thing because I think that you just reminded me of that guy on Twitter that talked about how he stays away from it because of his experiences and I would say if you have if you don't think that you can talk to your um, partner or your mm. wife to be your husband to be without it yeah. triggering something without it triggering loss then maybe you can find someone that can be that that can help you guys yeah. that can help guide the conversation so it can be your, your pastor mm-hmm. if you trust them or if you know them like that it, yeah. it can be an older person True. that has gone through this keep just you, and keep you both accountable less. while you're having those conversations yes and the the temptation yeah. that might come from having this conversation but I, but I also think that you can have the conversation yeah. but this is just my opinion and I think that's because of who I am <laughs> I think that you can have yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that you can have the conversation yeah, without you know if anything, it should be something to like. Okay, this we have something extra True. to look forward to. In my opinion, but yeah. different, different folks. So. True. Oh, <laughs> it has been so amazing. It has been so. Any last words before we um, we stop the last? Um. Oh yeah, listen to my podcast. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. we talked about that in the beginning. My yes. podcast, podcast is called Bounce. I think I'll put it. Oh, yeah, please. Bounce with Bounce Um, It's yeah. on every platform possible. And follow me on social media as she fancies that. Yeah. And yeah, that's basically all last words. Actually, I've always, I've always loved, Aww. I've always loved your name. As in the uh, Bounce, Bounce with Bounce with Like, just makes yeah. sense. I, I love the name of your podcast too. Name. That's why, why I subscribe. Be unqualified. Thank I was like, yo, who is this? Thank you. But <laughs> I, I love your podcast as well. So thank, thank you so you much so for having much. me. Thank you thank for you. responding to my my jumping on your tweets quickly. Uh-uh. I imagine <laughs> who am I? Please, please, please. They hold you. Please, no, no, no. I saw the thing. I was like, am I seeing you? They lie. <laughs> okay, um I think my last word that I've said I'll show you said this is my last word is just train yourself, ask for God's help to train yourself to, to not mm-hmm. demonize sex in in to be celibate and, and to abstain and to yeah. practice abstinence. Yeah, yeah. Just realize help let God open your eyes to the beauty. <laughs> And the amazing thing that is understanding what it is. 
yeah in god's light what it is how powerful it is yes and why mm-hmm. it needs to be in a container and just get rid just get get rid of the i think that there is such a what's the word should i say taboo yes. hush hush when it comes yeah i really i really sex. hope the church does and and i'm glad that people like us yeah so if you don't take any so that yeah more of the church because very important that more Christians yeah. talk about it you can't just if you go if you go on any platform we're supposed to be ending this i'm sorry guys <laughs> i have to continue but if you go on any platform you will see so yeah. many people yeah. talking about where's the christian perspective so and all many that people yes, thank mm-hmm. you thank you like yes just we can't just stay there and be like no no and treat this thing that god created as this mm. dirty thing to give to the world and yeah. let the world take the control no like everything every ad everything mm-hmm. is there must mm-hmm. be sex every video About there must it. be something sexual and the church is just no what remains pure i think think thinking that you have to keep quiet about sex to remain where's the idea How? coming from? like it does not fully... like if you talk about it it would make no. more people i mean obviously we've not been talking about it and look at the generation that we are now so let's try something different yeah. let's talk about it yeah yeah if you don't get anything from that it's actually <laughs> just what i wanted to get let's do things differently because the world is yeah, the world is getting bolder yeah we can't afford to keep quiet and just hide mm-hmm. under whatever thank, thank you so you much so much in um, the unqualified preacher thank you thank you for having so me much. like you came with gems 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 like I have to move that with, uh, by my, like for myself so I can just get it and be writing all this there's this okay we'll talk about this later um thank you guys so much for listening thank, thank you so you. much for joining um i really appreciate it and i'll see you guys bye next week bye <laughs>